0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit Red5Network.com.
1: Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking.
0: This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products. Excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at JerseyNinja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products.
1: Crisis for the Geek Kind.
0: Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up the fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a streaming freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weebie Geeks. Uh, I think it's going to be the final episode for 2023. Because, well, we could record next week, but I don't think I'm going to be in a position to do so. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you think about it, but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to happen next week because, well, I'm having foot surgery on in the morning. I'm going to be laid up on some happy stuff. <laughs> so obviously,
1: it could make it interesting, but
0: could. I just don't think I'm going to be really comfortable trying to have my foot propped up on my, on the foot pillow or footrest that I have underneath my desk, especially having, considering it had just been cut open earlier today. I'm going to want to get that up just a little bit higher. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, check out our affiliates, Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your purchase at BiddyBoomers.com for your Bluetooth speakers. Some great Bluetooth speakers. Um, they dropped the NFL, NHL, and Major League Baseball Biddy Boomers. They only got college at the moment in sports wise. Hmm. Which I kind of hope they bring the other stuff back.
1: Interesting. I don't I wonder why they did that.
0: I don't know. maybe revamping the designs. Maybe. But um hanger dash fifty-eight dot com, use code Wookie Radio for ten percent off your performance performance wear wishes. Uh, I have a couple shirts myself. It is European sizing. It's uh, the company that makes the shirts for them is a European company. So just a hair tighter. I'm not going to go through the other part because well, we're both in a weight loss journey and we're both doing good. Yes, but it is a long journey. It is a long journey. I think I might've, I might've started mine a little bit before yours or the, (laughs) I know we've been doing it off and on throughout the years, but I think recently, most recent yeah. pushes, I, 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 I've been to my push just a hair longer, or I started a little sooner.
1: I would agree with that.
0: So, But it's one of those things, you know… Even with Kylan over on Mighty Marvel Geeks, we all, we all, and, and even Eric, we're all supporting each other with, with the weight loss because that's the type of family we are amongst the, the three shows.
1: That's right. It's not a competition.
0: It, no, it's not. <laughs> it, it's all about us being healthy and, and being, you know, and, and supporting each other. Exactly. So um, use code Wookiee for all your lightsaber needs at Rebel Sabers, which is... I, saying that reminds me of the oh, was it the one of the um, bonus features or one of the one of the yeah one of the extras on the bonus features Blu-ray disc from the original from the nine disc uh, Blu-rays when that came out first came out on Blu-ray. I think there was a thing talking about lightsabers or something, and it shows it looks like something from like the video from the seventies or eighties where a kid gets a lightsaber, knights it, <laughs> swings it around. That's grandma and half.
1: Mm -hmm. that's
0: the tree in half like oh and
1: that's what would happen if we had lightsabers in real life
0: yeah ralphie wants a lightsaber you'll you'll poke your eye out kid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um use code smuggler3 at rebel saber at red flag workshop .com some great sci-fi patches fantasy patches like turtles star wars lord of the rings minecraft stuff like that uh stickers some great military patches uh, i believe Tim brought up the other day space force where is a space force soldier punching et
1: oh yeah
0: <laughs> and then they also have sci-fi keyrings so go check that out and of course check out our our partner jersey ninja at JerseyNinja.com. Use code geeks for 10% off that hockey jersey or hoodie or basketball jersey that, that you m- may be wanting. Of course, with all of these affiliates, if you got money for Christmas and it's burning a hole in your pocket, go check them all out. Support them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so now, did Aquaman 2 just confirm the MCU exists in the DCEU?
1: Say what? What are you talking about,
0: Willis? Mm-hmm. Um, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom might have just confirmed the MCU exists in the DCEU, which it doesn't matter because, well, Aquaman 2 is the finale of the DCEU. Yep. Now we're going into the gun DC universe.
1: Y'all, yep. Which should be, at least in my opinion, a great uh, improvement.
0: I hope. Um... In the new movie, Aquaman calls Orm Loki at one point, when his brother is, partic- is being particularly sarcastic. Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Now, some fans are probably taking this nod toward their dynamic as another nod toward a godly duo in Greek mythology. Because, you know, they are
1: Atlantic. Norse, Norse mythology. Right.
0: But... If they're all godlike or gods, why couldn't they have a thorn Loki in their timeline? Because it's North North mythology, as you said. Uh, But apparently the nod doesn't stop there because both Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson are clearly drawing from that same well of semi friendly sibling antagonism. That makes those door uh, yes. entries such a joy to watch.
1: Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That makes sense. So, um,
0: so, yeah, this may be the last movie I see before before I'm laid up for a few weeks because of my compression wrappings. There, there's no way I'm going out risking not having a boot on my foot
1: or in public. Right. So I don't blame it at all.
0: It's bad enough I'm going to be riding that edge with. Rebel, the, the youngest of the three dogs who likes to boop everything in this house.
1: Oh, oh no.
0: Yeah. I already threatened her. She boops my foot, I boop her life. <laughs> or jokingly, I do love my dogs. I really do. You have surgery on your foot. That's a pain. I, I said I think I said last year after I had it on my left foot. That pain is something else. Oh yeah. And I, I took the pain medication a lot longer than I have for any other surgery I've had. It's the pain is just oh, really incredible with uh-huh. the foot. But I also said too, if I had to do it all over again, I'd do it all over again. Well, I'm doing it all over again.
1: <laughs>
0: because well <laughs> I'd rather deal with that pain short term in the healing pain than what I've been going through, you know, all the time and not getting it taken care of.
1: Right. So that's that. Very important.
0: Uh, trying to prolong telling this next story it's just Nirvana is getting sued or has been sued uh they were sued back in twenty twenty one yes, by Spencer Eldon naked <laughs> baby on the cover of Nevermind
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then after being dismissed, or, calling, or he calls to cover child pornography and and alleging that his publication has caused him trauma in his adult life.
1: Uh, yeah. Mwah. Except he's used it to, uh, he's used the notoriety from it. So I don't want to hear it.
0: I don't either. So, uh... So to continue on with this, um, after it was dismissed and then refiled in 2022, a judge dismissed the case, saying that the 10-year-old statute of limitations had expired since the album was published over 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but this new ruling indicates that because the album has been perpetually—I yeah, can't speak—in print, each new printing starts the clock on the new statute of limitations, and. There Therefore, the case can go forward.
1: Oh, come on.
0: The album cover features a baby naked in a swimming pool, seemingly chasing a $1 bill dangling from a fishing line. (laughs) Generally, non-sexualized photos of naked babies are not considered pornographic. In this case, Eldon claims stupid ads. I claim
1: stupid ads as well.
0: Claims? (laughs) Um... His claim alleges that dangling the $1 bill can imply that the baby is a sex worker.
1: Oh, give me a
0: break. Kit Kat bar's on its way. <laughs> Thanks. Anytime. I love Kit Kat. <laughs> I like the dark chocolate cats. Zoe <laughs> so likes the white chocolate. So he likes the white chocolate.
1: Those are good in small doses.
0: I miss the dark chocolate Snickers bar. Snickers dark.
1: Oh, I found that one. The molecule dark is good, too. Which one? The Milky Way.
0: Milky Way Midnights. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I look forward to Halloween because those are the ones I still have Zoe's handy, bin. <laughs> um, defendants intentionally commercially marketed Spencer's child pornography and leveraged the shocking nature of his image to promote themselves and their music at his expense. This the <laughs> lawsuit. Uh, hello, they were grunge. <laughs> that was not a thing of the grunge. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, defendants use child pornography depicting Spencer as an essential element of a record promotion scheme commonly utilized in the music industry to get attention, wherein album covers pose children in a sexually provocative manner to gain notoriety, drive sales, and garner media attention and critical reviews. Okay. So, does that mean every 80s hair metal band? Their album covers the models on that now claim that sue because they were used in porn pornography I know right any any album that had an animal in yeah. in the owners of those animals now sue for bestiality
1: the other the other important thing that he seems to be forgetting is his parents allowed it so.
0: Yeah. Now, to support the claim, the lawyer cites Scorpion's The Virgin Killer, Blind Faith's Blind Faith, and Van Halen's Balance. Of the three, two, Blind Faith and The Virgin Killer, have unobscured nudity, while Balance has two children whose genitals are obscured by a piece of playground equipment. The lawsuit alleges that Eldon's parents were paid $200 for the photo shoot, but never signed a release allowing the photo to be used for commercial purposes. What? What? If that's the case, it's not the band, it's the record label. Mm. Who should be responsible for that one? All right. Just saying, I might know, I, I may know a thing or two about this. Uh, Alden's relationship to the cover is a complicated one. He has previ- previously expressed reservations about the photo, implying it seemed exploitative to depict a baby for the imagery. At the same time, he has regularly recreated the photo, always with swim trucks on, for album anniversaries. Mm-hmm get paid for that. He also has a large Nevermind tattooed across his chest.
1: Interesting. I didn't know about
0: that. Mm. So, uh, can Nirvana sue him for uh, advertising rights?
1: I would think so, but I'm not a lawyer.
0: So, yeah. That's what we have there.
1: What <laughs> What a world. What a world.
0: Happy Mills are finally going to get a little squishy. You see this? I did. Starting on December 26th, mm. Squishmillows will be making their long awaited debut in Happy Mills. There will be 12 Squishmill characters to purchase with a Happy Mill. Um. The iconic characters such as Cam and Fifi are, will be part of the lineup, as well as everyone's favorite McDonald land character, Grimace. Yeah. <laughs> Grimace may be the one to try and get. Mm. Um, plus, there's a surprise mystery character that select fans may uncover when they open their Happy Meal. Mm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine,
1: ten. 12 a, the mystery. Add a little bit of the blind bag element in as well.
0: Looking at looking at the way this is done, Could be a fry guy? No, 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 no. Oh,
1: that would be cool. Was it the,
0: was it a fry guy that had headphones or like earmuffs? Who was that? Oh, uh, what's her Nug- name? What the McNugget? Uh, the the bird character.
1: Oh, oh 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 man oh, I don't remember her name. Wow. Well. I'm just drawing a complete blank.
0: Birdie, the early bird. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> it could it could be Birdie. Oh, interesting. She has like flight goggles. Hmm. Uh, trying to see who else it may be. I don't think it's Ronald McDonald. This is not. not right i thought it was one of the fry guys (laughs) but i don't think it's the fried fry guys or fry kids whatever they're called yeah i don't think it's one of the fry kids it may it very well may be birdie could be and that and that's the the tips of her uh i don't know it may not be I i don't know but there's a couple here that are wearing headphones including the no. So maybe, who knows, it'll be interesting. See, see what comes about. Then, Marvel's Howard the Duck. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally get something to do in the MCU. Apparently the first episode of MCU's what if second season dropped on Disney plus today and we'll be dropping a new episode every day through the eight eight episode run. Yes. So um, it is what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps. Uh. It's a Norwa style mystery that saw Nebula on a quest to save Xandar. She enlists an unlikely team to help her cause, including Howard, the duck. <laughs> the cameo or the, the character who made his MCU debut in the post credit scene of Guardians of the Galaxy and has had pre brief cameos in Guardians two, Avengers Endgame, and Guardians Three was also featured in the first season, What If, which I absolutely love that episode. Which one was that? Uh that's the one where he's carrying Scott's head in a jar. I think that's the zombie episode. Oh, Hmm. So, um, so in what if Nebula joined the Nova Corps, Howard is the owner of a casino. Of course he is. Oh, he is. Of course he is. Uh, Nebula enlists his help, but he initially hesitant intent until she j- suggests Nova prime will revoke his liquor license. <laughs> Howard suits up alongside Nebula, Korg, Meek and Groot. The unlikely team looks pretty darn cool. <laughs> Howard rocks a bandana, a la Rambo, and gets his chance to kick some butt. you <laughs> not wait to see this. Uh, the heroes prevail, and Howard is able to keep his sense
1: So, does it say if it's voiced by Seth Green? It is voiced by Seth Green. Oh, yes, yes. So,
0: which I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, because I, I see Seth as a. Perfect voice for Howard or the modern Howard. Yeah, I do too. So, um, this next article is going to be brought to you, folks, by Jersey Ninja. Again, use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off your purchase at jerseyninja.com. Top 10 comic books rising in value in the last week. Are you ready for this? Ready. Number 10, Wolverine number 55 from 2007. It's been tracked at a high sale value of Two hundred and four dollars for a CGC nine point eight copy and a near mint FMV fair, mar- fair market value of twenty three dollars.
1: Okay. Does it say why?
0: Uh it's all because of the um, Deadpool three leaks with the uh, with a recent image of a decapitated saber tooth leak.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: Uh, number nine beneath the trees where nobody sees number two, Patrick Horvath from IDW, uh, cover mm. a from this year. Number one was a massive hit. Number two, apparently is even better. Mm. Uh, they tracked a high sale of a raw copy for $10 and a current raw near mint at $5. Okay. We're, for, for independent. That's relatively new. It's not bad. Yeah, really? That's good. That's good growth. Mm. It, I mean, it's a decent investment. Justice League number one direct sales from 1987. Oh, this is the first appearance of Maxwell Lord. Uh, mm-hmm. was already played by uh, Pedro what Pascal. Best, huh? Um, but there's no room for him in James Gunn's new DCU. Just fine. Instead, uh. he has mm-hmm. his brother Sean to play the character. Yes, which has led many fans to search the aftermarket for this book. So uh, it's been tracked at a high sale of $200 for a CGC 9.8 wow. and a very fine fair market value of $20. Hmm. Now, during a year dominated by Oppenheimer and Barbie, Oppenheimer is actually a pretty decent film.
1: So is Barbie. I have not watched Barbie. I haven't watched Oppenheimer yet, but. We watched it at work. I really dug it.
0: Uh Godzilla is making himself known. Godzilla minus one has dominated the domestic box office, becoming America's biggest Japanese live action release.
1: Excellent. Excellent movie.
0: So Godzilla number one from Marvel. 1977. Of course. Number seven spot. Mm-hmm. A high sale of a CGC 9.8 at $450 and a very fine at $58. Mm. Of course, you will not find Godzilla on Marvel Unlimited. Oh, really? Yep. Mm. Uh in at number six, X-Men Adventures number one from nineteen ninety two. Uh this book has been featured many times over the last year as the community eagerly awaits the release of X-Men ninety seven. Ah uh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Exciting as well. Uh, The IP is returning in early 2024, and fans are grabbing copies of this before it hits the screens. Uh, It's also the first appearance of the fan favorite mutant, Morph. Oh, right. He's also one of my favorite characters to use in uh, Marvel slap. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah.
0: In the Marvel category. Or snap. Marvel snap. So uh, last week, it, it was tracked at a high sale of 162 for CGC 9.8 and near mint of $25. Hmm. Now we talked about issue two of this earlier and at number five, Beneath the Trees Where Nobody Sees, number one cover A by Patrick Horvath, 2023. Uh this book came out of Left Field and surprised everyone, featuring anthro, anthropomorphic. Again, can't speak tonight, animals in a quiet town and serial killers. Uh it's been tracked, high sale of $150 for 9.8 and near mint of $22. Coming in from Image from 1992, I Want to take a guess? spawn spawn number one uh he is a regular aftermarket mover it doesn't appear that will change anytime soon so uh it's been tracked high sale of 175 dollars for 9.8 and near market or near mint at 21 street fighter masters kimberly number one (laughs) from udon comics came out this year Uh, it's the market appreciation edition uh udon Apparently has come up with an unconventional idea to bring more stores on board that previously neglected to carry their inventory. It began sending out a secret variant to said stores, which was this book. Once Hmm. discovered, it was an immediate aftermarket hit. Interesting so there was instant scarcity as copies slowly trickled online, with fans attempting to secure a copy as soon as they went live. It's been tracked at a high sale of fifty-five dollars for a raw copy and Near mint of $44. I wish I could stop the list there at number three. (laughs) But no, I must continue. Number two, Female Force, Taylor Swift, number one, Dazzler, Uh, number one, eBay edition, eBay or Dazzler (laughs) homage, the eBay version. From Tidal Wave Productions. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the details. It's been tracked at a high sale for a raw copy of $20 and a current raw near mint of $20. You keep it. Number one, Female Force Taylor Swift number one, Dazzler Homage, New Dazzler, limited 100. Seriously. Seriously. Again, I'm not going to get into it because I think it's going to be a, the worst mistake Feige would do to allow her to be cast as Dazzler. Don't do it. Uh, it's been tracked at a high sale of forty-five dollars for a raw copy and a near mint at thirty dollars. <sighs> and that's that. Ooh. So, <laughs> um, let's do a let's do a review of twenty twenty-three and. I want to go with your with the thing that you introduced us to, which you have been doing for a while over on uh, Keepers of the Fringe, and that would be
1: the good, the bad, and the nitpicky. Well, so let's start
0: with the nitpicky. What's been one of your most nitpicky things about this year in pop culture slash geekdom? World.
1: Hmm. Well, I have I have one thing. Well, it's a tough one. It's kind of borderline nitpicky and straight-up bad for me, but I'm going to go with the whole, um, spin of Taylor Swift, the whole Taylor Swift dating what's-his-face and, and, and... Travis Kelsey? Yeah, Travis Kelsey.
0: Who, who plays for the Kansas City Swifts?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who... Did I, did I say that? <laughs> Last week came to play the Patriots, and I'm sorry. Uh, and of course they kicked Patriots butts, but that's you know whatever. That's neither here nor there. But what was killing me was every news station was like, "Is Taylor Swift gonna be there? We don't know. Maybe. Ooh, is she gonna be there? Is she gonna show up?" And I'm like, ah. Do, we really <laughs> <care? Shut up. laughs> Do we really care? Do we really care? Uh just come on. Yeah, so that's my nitpicky. That whole thing, and why I have to keep hearing about it.
0: My nitpicky is just Taylor Swift. The hype
1: <laughs> is just. Yeah, ha- hasn't tr- it hasn't
0: Kelsey learned from everyone else? Apparently not. She dates you, she breaks up with you, and she writes two albums about you. <laughs> I mean, hello. I mean, I'm not wrong here. Nope. So. Yeah. Um, let's go with the bad. What was something you just did not like Cheer.
1: Hmm. That is a, it's a tough tough one.
0: You may find it tough, but I've actually got a
1: great answer. If you go i I'm going to say, um... The um the um what's the word I'm looking for the uh, kind of up and down state of the Marvel movies and TV shows this year. Huh? Yeah, like Ant-Man, yeah, yeah, like Ant Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy was good, but uh, like the Secret Invasion, not good loki was great i still haven't seen marvels yet but
0: love the marvels i i i absolutely love the marvels uh, i've heard a lot
1: of people didn't
0: oh don't believe those people <laughs> zoe and melissa love the marvels mm. and you know how zoe is i mean she, she loved wonder woman but yeah absolutely despised wonder woman
1: for yeah. yeah that was bad um but and then but I just want Marvel to get back on track which right now it's it seems like they're having a very hard time doing especially with the latest you know the news I won't get into all that but you know the whole news with uh
0: John Majors
1: John Majors and everything and yeah and then next year like the only movie coming out is Deadpool 3 it's crazy
0: say
1: anyway what's yours
0: uh mine ties in with that especially with disney or the walt disney company as a whole but also with um uh whatchamacallit just with the industry altogether mm. that would be the lack of marketing and promotion
1: yeah it's kind of weird
0: just yes i said it and i don't regret saying it. <laughs> A lack of promotion. I mean, come on, folks.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with all that, but.
0: This is, this is why Guardians didn't have a strong showing. Mm. This, well, but James Gunn really did try and push that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there's only so much he himself can do by himself. And mm. Marvel's
0: had a poor showing. Yeah. Ant Man and Wallace. Quantumania, brother. I mean, <laughs> Quantumania. It, it's. Where was the push? I don't know. The only thing that seemed like Disney really pushed on Disney side was Ahsoka. They didn't push Elemental. They didn't push Wish.
1: I barely even knew about those.
0: They really didn't I mean Ahsoka, I mean, there was a heavy push for a month and a half, but it still wasn't I don't think it was enough. Yeah. I don't think it was enough. So um so yeah, for me it it was that just marketing. it was mm. all companies and Yes, we had the writer strike. Yes, we had the actor strike. But you know, there was stuff going on outside of all that, and it wasn't the whole year because there was a lot of promotion that wasn't happening before that. Yeah, and they could have, and what they didn't need the writers to create the promotions for for all the promotional stuff. They they just didn't. So that that's where I see that. I totally get that. So. Um but good. What was good about this year? Uh
1: for me, I would say uh there were a few good um surprises in entertainment. Um like uh for example, Barbie was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Um Godzilla minus one was so good, and that was not not that it was unexpected, but well, yeah, kind of cuz you never know, but it's just it was just so good. Um and um the Loki series was great and so there were some really good some really good stuff um out there this year that I really enjoyed.
0: I I'm going to admit Loki was better in season 1 still really not that, in my
1: opinion. Oh, I completely disagree. I loved it.
0: I I it was still a little weak, but it's okay. It's not for everyone, you know. Um, there there were, I Miss Marvel was last year. Yep. Uh, what else came out this year? Marvel was.
1: Secret Invasion. Oh, that was horrible. That was, that was a bad mistake. It was so bad.
0: Um, I will say I I disappointed but did enjoy uh winning time the los angeles lakers story on max
1: season I didn't two see it. I, I already had no interest in seeing it
0: that was good i watched season one so i, I wanted to see it through um blue beetle oh man
1: oh, i still haven't seen that yet and
0: it's a shame that's part of the dceu and it's not going to carry over
1: i thought that one was going to
0: is it? I hope it'd be great if
1: it does. I could be wrong, but because when that was one of the ones that was going to,
0: we can hope. We can absolutely. I w- I would like to see it because that one was actually done well. W- Thoroughly enjoy that film. Hmm. So, um, any other goods for this year? I really want in positive.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure there are. Incard. I'm sure there were goods. It's just been a year. <laughs> it's hard to remember uh, the whole year.
0: It has been a year.
1: Uh,
0: it's okay if you don't.
1: Um. Although I missed most of them um, because I don't have a current uh, system, there was a lot of really good games that came out yeah. this year. Yeah. Which I really I want to play them, but I don't have a, I don't have a PS5 or an Xbox yet, a new Xbox. So
0: I really want to play Jedi Survivor. I just don't have the graphics card for it.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I definitely want to play that. The Spider-Man Two. Yeah. That was everybody says that was really good. I really want to play that. Yeah. So it was a big year for games.
0: Very big year for games. So um anything else? Mm.
1: I don't know. I I've,
0: I've got one more one more good for the year. What do you got? I got on my or actually I call this the best. Oh. My best thing of this year is hitting 11 years with this show. So mm. a great co-host, having such a great co-host family amongst the three shows. Nice. I am very thankful and very happy to have you guys along on this journey.
1: Well, it's fun.
0: And, it, and it's definitely made getting Christmas presents or holiday presents for you guys. and and now getting them back as well um which was never the intent but i'm glad it it did carry that way yeah because we're because we're all brothers from other mothers and it's the fun with, with all of this yeah. So, uh, since I hadn't gotten my present when we recorded Wookiee Radio, I'm going to say thank you to Ken now for my retro Cara Dune. Because I was looking for a second one. I wanted to leave one. I got one. She's in a mailing box. I almost want to leave her there. <laughs> but now I've got one to open to, to now display the whole Mandalorian set. And thank you to you. I have a classified series. <laughs> shipwreck. Now I'll find the three and three quarter inch trip right go with them. <laughs> but I do have the. But I, I I love the fact that I got the classifieds here. So thank you very much for
1: that. You are you're uh, very welcome.
0: Uh, I have not gotten my stuff from Erica. So it's still in. in I think Kylan's still in the sweat. Or I think he said his is going to be late, which is fine. Not worried about getting it by Christmas. Right. You know, yeah. When I sent it out, it's like, God, I hope you guys get it before we stop recording for the, but, um, of course, I'll repeat my thank you to Ken next week when we're on the show and when we do Wookie. Um, but, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it's fun times. And of course, I, I think I, I got something for you guys. I think you guys are going to greatly appreciate as well. Yes. And thank you. With, with the nameplate. Yeah. I like that. And, and, and the chewy life day as well. Yes. It actually turned out to be a better looking character than I or figure than I thought it would be.
1: Yeah, actually, it's pretty good looking.
0: Now I want to see him do a. a, Now I want Black Series Life Day Chewy.
1: I know, right? So this is this is what line is this one?
0: As Vintage Collection.
1: Vintage. I always get the the, that and the retro one confused.
0: But you were only able to buy it at the parks. Or on Hasbro Pulse, and then it didn't, it just popped up recently on uh, Shop Disney, so very limited release.
1: Although he comes with his orb, <laughs> yeah, and the robe, the or the, the orb's great, mm.
0: I, I, it's just an awesome look. It's just a very awesome look. I this is kind of what we should have gotten back in the day when they were gonna do mm-hmm. Dala, Dala Lumpy, and Chewy and uh and um Itchy, Itchy. and then do a red plastic cape
1: yeah. on Chewy.
0: <laughs> now I almost want to find another retro Chewy and find someone who will make a custom vinyl cape in red to put on them <laughs> for life. <laughs> And kinda of have my own little custom. <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah. Or could even do Ooh, that's an idea. Find the red cape from uh the old Imperial Guard. Oh yeah. Throw the that on him. That could work. Hmm. <laughs> that would work. I, I think I might be on to something. <laughs> And make my own custom five day chewy holiday special chewy figure. <laughs> but I do love how the, the image is Peter Mayhew's Chewbacca from the holiday special <laughs> Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Mm. So um other than that, I don't have anything else.
1: Well, I have one thing sure. that we can go over. Perfect for this time of year. I found I found an article from Good Housekeeping uh rating the best Christmas movies of all time. Now, really? Yeah. They they have 75 here, but I'll just do the top 10.
0: Okay. Uh well, I I am curious. Yes. What's in the 75 spot? What's in the 50 spot? 20. All right. 20 and the or Now Let's do 75, 40 would be like top 40. America's top 40. 75, which is bottom of the list. 40, 20, and then the top 10. All right.
1: 75, 40, 20, top 10. Okay. Coming in at 75, uh, a movie I still have not watched yet. Came out in 2021, and that is 8 Bit Christmas. I do not know that. Um, it I believe it was a Netflix film. Right. Um, And it stars, uh, uh, one, um, Neil Patrick Harris is is in it. Uh, He plays a dad of a kid who's trying, it takes place in the late 80s, and he's trying, uh, 10-year-old Jake Doyle is dying to get his hands on a Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: (laughs) As if we didn't live that (laughs) in
1: real life. That's kind of. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, I was wrong. Neil Patrick Harris plays the adult version of Jake, telling the story in flashbacks. So, it's uh, kind of like a. It's kind of like a. Kind of like a Christmas story in a way, but instead of the um, Red Rider BB gun, he wants a Nintendo. I've heard it was pretty good, so I have to check it out. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It was. Oh, apparently it's on Max and Amazon Prime not in, not a okay I'll check that out yeah yeah I'll have to check that one out alright uh, 40 next you wanted to do 40 yep. All Right. 40 That's a shoot down the list alright so coming in at coming in at number 40 Casey Kasem, <laughs> not do a Casey Kasem. So
0: this is Casey Kasem. We have a listener letter
1: oh, for the holidays.
0: Dear Number dear f- Casey, last year we lost our our house in a fire, destroyed everything. And uh, we survived, moved on to a new house, in and are and doing quite well. Could you play for me burning down the house? Oh Jesus. <laughs>
1: Coming in at number 40, uh, from 2018. This one is a Netflix film and it's one my wife really enjoyed. And that is The Christmas Chronicles with uh, with uh, uh, yeah, they did a sequel to that too, didn't they? Yes, they did, part two. Yes, um, part two. Every, my wife really enjoyed these movies. I only saw part of it, and it seemed pretty interesting. It seemed fun. Um, but yeah, so that's number 40. Hey. All right, moving down to 20. Skipping down to 20. A Funky Town. Funky Town. Now it's stuck in my head. <laughs> Okay, Uh, number 20 is a movie I have not seen, and it is starring Nicolas Cage, apparently, and it is The Family Man, uh, where Nick Cage stars as a workaholic bachelor in New York who wakes up on Christmas Day to magically find himself in a New Jersey suburb with a family and a completely different life. I have not seen that. I
0: have not seen it either.
1: Interesting. Well, apparently it was good enough to be at number 20. Okay. Look at that. All right. Now, getting to the top 10. At number 10. Uh, I have not seen this one either. It is the 2018 uh, animated Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Oh, you've never seen that? I have not seen that. Wait, huh? which one's this? This is the animated one that came out in 2018. Okay. We we just watched that one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it is it
0: decent? Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it takes the original
1: TV and really <laughs>
0: just expounds on it. Uh,
1: this one stars Benedict Cumberbatch as yes. the Grinch. Yeah. I shall have to check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Nice. All right. At number nine from 1990, Home Alone. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I know it's about some kid who is home alone, I believe. He's homeless? What? Home, no, he has a home, but he's there alone at the home. Ooh. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, hijinks ensue. Where's, where's it? I don't know. I think they're dead. <laughs>
0: If I was his parents, I would have gone to like Paris or something.
1: Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, if you've seen the house that he's home alone in, yeah, I think they could afford a trip to Paris. (laughs) (laughs) We're bad. (laughs) We're evil. Uh, uh, Coming in at number eight, one of my favorites from 1983 A Christmas Story.
0: I need to see the uh, sequel, Christmas Story Christmas. Yeah,
1: uh, I haven't seen that either. I, I get to, to see that, that one. one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Scott Schwartz is in it. He comes back in it, too.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I should definitely check that one out. Oh, you, you were on the show with me when we interviewed Scott, Scott Schwartz, didn't you? I don't remember. Uh, yes, because it was during COVID that we oh. had him on.
1: Mm. Nice. Nice. All right, coming in at number seven. Uh, this would this would be at least top two or three for me, and this is maybe even number one. And this is from nineteen eighty nine, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. I love that movie. This is one that's I love that movie.
0: This is one of those few times that I'll swear on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shitter's fool.
1: So many great lines in that cool movie. In the-
0: best lines right there. Fool.
1: The only thing I don't like about the movie is watching it on basic cable because they cut all the best oh, parts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a great one. That's a classic. Alright. Oh, another classic here. And coming in at number six from 1993, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Okay. The uh, Tim Burton film, another one of my wife's favorites. I like it, but I'm not a big fan of musicals, so... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Tell us how you really feel.
1: Um, Number five, another one that at first... Uh, I'm not a big fan of this actor, so at first I didn't like the movie, but it really grew on me. And that is from 2003, Elf, starring Will Ferrell.
0: We we just watched uh, Spirited. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I've seen that.
0: Yeah. On uh, was it Apple TV? Yeah. And he kind of he kind of pulls a Ryan Reynolds about
1: <laughs>
0: Green Lantern, where you know, Deadpool <laughs> shoots Ryan Reynolds for yeah. <laughs> well, Will Farrell sees a character dressed as Buddy the Elf. He <laughs> just, oh, come on. That's stupid.
1: <laughs> like, all right. I think I, I, I'm like I'm starting to warm up to Will Farrell a little more. I used to really not like him, but I don't know. He's okay.
0: He, he it's a but, hit, it's a hit and miss with him.
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But I do like Elf. It did uh it has grown on me like a fungus. A Christmas fungus. Like a Christmas toe fungus? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, here we go. Number four. Number a, five. A true, true classic from 1947 Miracle on 34th Street. Love it. I love the original more than I love
0: the remake. And the remake I was have, pretty decent. I have not seen the remake. The remake's pretty decent, but. Love the original more interesting. I might have to check it out.
1: Oh, and at number three, another one of my all time favorites from 1965. It's a Charlie
0: Brown Christmas. <laughs> I, well, I, can't, I, can't, I can't think of the Linus and Lucy song right now.
1: <laughs> one of my favorite soundtrack Christmas soundtracks as well. I listen to it every year. Uh, every year not every year may I have some more coming in at number two another one of my wife's all time favorites from 1964 it's Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer spoiler alert
0: he's a drunk my nose
1: is red spoiler alert everybody dies at the end Eventually. On
0: the well, island of Misfit Toys.
1: <laughs> yep. All right. And finally, coming in at number one. Gremlins. No, but Gremlins is on the list. It's higher up. I think it's in the 20s. Okay. Uh, Number one. Die, die Hard. Nope. I'm not sure if Die hard was on the list. I did not see it. Um. And returns. No, is not on the list.
0: What? <laughs> Great Christmas movie.
1: <laughs> Any other guesses?
0: It's a wonderful life.
1: Coming in at number one from 1946. It's a wonderful life.
0: Whoa, every time that's where <laughs> that's where the line comes from. Every time Mariah Carey sings, "All I Want uh. for Christmas," an elf an elf
1: gets eaten. <laughs> Yes. And there you go. There's your list of oh, cool. the Good Housekeeping's list of the best Christmas movies.
0: Interesting list. Any yeah. final uh, thoughts?
1: Yes. I'm a- I would like to say, shout out a congratulations uh, to Mr. Peter Cullen. The voice of Optimus Prime um, for getting a lifetime achievement award at oh, the end M- cool. A lifetime achievement award. That is awesome. Congratulations to Peter Cullen. Well deserved.
0: That's very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to end year. Our final show of the year, which I I scared Kyle and Eric yesterday said final show. or final final issue of the year, because we're not recording next week, with a little Christmas tale. It's the tale of how angels became treetops. Have you heard this story before? I have not. Well, up in Santa's workshop, the elves are busy working on their toys. Christmas angel comes around and is criticizing how they're being made. Paints too thick here. Pen stripes too wide there. The nail's not sunk in all the way, et cetera, et cetera. The elves go complain to the, to the elf foreman. Elf foreman goes to the Christmas angel and says, you got to stop. Keep this up. I'm going to go talk to Sam. She backs off for a little bit. They take a lunch break. After lunch, she comes back right there being picky, you know, nitty ninny picky. Very nitpicky about everything. So the foreman elf goes to, or the elf foreman goes up to Santa and says, Santa, you take care of the Christmas angel. She's causing issues with the production line on the floor and you're about to have a revolt on the floor. Santa goes, all right, I'll go talk to her. Santa goes, Christmas angel says, look, you got to stop. This is not your workshop. It's my workshop. They're not your elves. They're my elves. You don't stop and let them do their job and you start, Nitpicky and butting in one more time. I'm going to take the Christmas tree over there, and that's how Miss angels became part of the, the treetops. Christmas trees. <laughs> 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 On that note, from myself, Mike, and from you, that's me, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> We want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll see you guys in January, or hope you find us in January with our next episode. And until next time.
1: And be safe out. So.